0: On Local Now, Channel 525.
1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy.
2: 32 shot, nine dead in Chicago over the weekend, including a nine year old and a 17 year old. Uh, Vandalism on uh, State and Jackson. Uh, protests that shut down streets around the city. Not really particularly well covered by the Chicago press court. Oh, they Golly, were crickets. Why.
0: Well, they're just focusing on the homicides, which they could have done both, and they should be doing both. Every weekend it's like this. There's some looting, rioting, uh, gangs of kids together. You know, they even sh- shut down and started dancing.
1: I ain't having a job, knowing nothing in life, but I gotta
0: get You can back, I mean, it's ridiculous every weekend. They're having dance art. They have nothing else to do. Yeah. I feel sorry for them.
2: Uh, and, My kids are one of them. <laughs> and uh, also uh, unclear uh, whether or not uh, CPS is going to resume whatever they call education. It's clear the teachers union doesn't want to go back.
0: We find out August 7th.
2: Uh, and uh, concurrent with that, State Representative LaShawn Ford, who's a Democrat from the west side of the city, introduce a measure to suspend history classes in Illinois schools until the history classes and I guess the the um, books that are associated with the classes are more inclusive of the accomplishments of minorities and women. For more on that, we're pleased to be joined by State Representative LaShawn Ford. LaShawn, thanks for joining us again.
1: Appreciate it. I'm happy to be on with you, Dan and Amy. Uh, I really appreciate being on Amazon.
2: You know, it's always good to talk to you, and we've always had uh, enjoyable conversations, even when we disagree, which is why I can phrase this question. I feel I can phrase this (laughs) question in the following way. Uh, LaShawn, have you lost your mind?
1: Have you you lost your
2: mind with this? What what are you doing?
1: So first, I think we have to make sure that uh, we don't take a knee-jerk reaction to the proposal, mm-hmm. um, and and that is that we have to be critical thinkers when we um, when we respond to what what I'm asking for. The simple ask is that we teach accurate history, um, and we know that the history that's being taught in in the schools throughout the country in Illinois is not inclusive of the contributions of. All people, and it is not a real um, accounting of what white men were like, what white women were like, what black people were like, in its full totality. Okay, so, the Jewish community would be
2: so so specifically. So specifically, so give me a history manual that's used in a lot of schools, and what is missing or what is included that is uh, that is counterfactual.
1: Well, we know that one. We we'll just stick with the. Fact with blacks and what I know about the teaching of black history in um, Illinois schools and across the country is that the only thing that people recognize about black people is that they were slaves and that you have to do a special pullout to um, talk about contributions that black people made to this country. Black people were here in America. Before America became America, we were brought here enslaved from 1619. And when you open the history books, you will only see black people contributions being enslaved, not the people that built the country. Let's talk about the the history teaching of Christopher Columbus. And let's talk about the the history um, teaching of the Jewish community. Let's talk about all that women have done in this country, but yet they are not recognized for their contributions. We the studied Harriet
0: Tubman. Books. We studied Susan B. Anthony. I mean, we, it's not like no, women no. were no, left out of our history about,
1: books. A- Amy, I'm not even talking about um, black women there. I'm talking about your people. White women have been neglected in the history books and haven't been taught. We, we don't know all the contributions that women have made to this um, to this country and to the world. No, I agree. Rosie the Riveter, we had a whole
0: week long on Rosie yeah. the Riveter, and then we dressed up like oh. her afterwards. No, I agree. I, I agree, mean,
2: LaShawn, that we should have more education on Margaret Sanger and the, uh, the history of Planned Parenthood. I think that should be included right? in the curriculum, it too, is. and it's not. Eugenics, that's right, yes. I, okay. So I agree. You know, what's interesting is actually um, you're persuading me. You know, why is because what you're really complaining about is the white supremacy taught by Democrats in charge of K through 12 education in Chicago and Illinois, aren't you?
1: Because 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 yes, right. okay, right. Absolutely. And and you know what? We know that there's something wrong with the history teaching in this country. When we have a senator, I think Cotton says that he, he he don't believe we should spend money on the. On teaching about the 1619 um, um, history of, of the 1619 trade, it, he says that slavery was a necessary evil. Who in the hell would say that, that slavery is a necessary evil? I, I don't.
2: I don't want to get into the semantics of that, but he was recounting what the how the founders described it. He also, uh, he also
1: exactly
2: I, exactly. I, 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 That's I know. why
1: we got to eliminate this history. Because well, it was white men that uh, made the accounting for it, and all we're saying is let's be inclusive in the accounting yeah. of history in this country.
2: Okay, so t- so two things. One is this, uh, 1619, you can uh, – th- that's, that's fine. You want to teach a class of world history that goes back to the 1600s or that specifically focuses on – an aspect of history, meaning slavery in the world, fine, absolutely fine. What he's talking about is a 1619 project, which, oh by the way, its uh, uh, founder, the Pulitzer Prize-winning Nicole Hannah Jones, has essentially conceded as historical fiction. It's storytelling. It's not history. Uh, so, right. that, so that's a problem as a as a as uh, in terms of how it's presented. You can present it. If you present it accurately, if you present it as factual, then you run into problems as she's run into problems with history academics at the collegiate level from across the political spectrum. That's number one. Number two, with respect to this idea that it is Democrats and the teachers unions and the mayors and the school boards that are in charge of the curriculum in K through 12 and and most of the history books are. Uh, of the Howard Zinn variety, including the people's history of the United States, that it's all from a left perspective. If you want to tell me that your point in this is to teach blacks, whites and everybody else in between that the history of black Americans is one of accomplishment and success and rising above the odds and rising above pernicious institutions like slavery and Jim Crow, then um, I'll you know sign me on, because what the, the education is, is in victimology and promoting victimology. Yep. So why right. don't why don't we teach about a black Wall Street in Tulsa? Why just teach about right. the massacre there? Why don't we teach about business ownership in Chicago uh, under Jim Crow uh, in the beginnings of the 20th century? Why don't we teach about the intact black family? During the ravages of of slavery and Jim Crow, let's talk. If you want to talk about those things, well, then then sign me up because that's exactly what's missing from the conversation.
1: Yeah, we don't have a real we don't have a real perspective about the contributions of not just blacks, but even white people, um, Latinos. Um, the Latinx community is not represented in our history the right way. I mean, just. It's just a, it's, it's an inaccurate accounting of history, and we should not be paying publishers to um, issue um, books that are not accurate. So, And so, that's what we've been doing.
0: So what exactly are you calling for the Illinois School Board to do?
1: Excuse we, me, we, State Board the, of Education. The State Board of Education, one, should take away the, well, it's not a mandate where um, state, it's not a federal mandate, um, requirement that schools have to teach history so the the call is for the um, state board of education to abolish the current system that we have and until we could get a better accounting of american history world history in our schools we need to just teach civics it is not right to miseducate people it's not just about blacks it's about white people too understanding what the confederate flag stands for People fly the Confederate flag, and they really don't know what it means. But
2: Yeah, maybe you can also educate them on the difference between the Confederate flag and the Norwegian flag, too, while you're at right, it. Right, because yep. a
0: Michigan couple yep. had to take down their flag because people were scared that they were Confederates, and then they thought it was a, yeah, a rebel flag.
1: Right. What about the Swastika? That's a problem. People don't understand. I have seen people, black people, and I. it's embarrassing to say, but I've seen black people wear a Confederate belt buckle or sport the Confederate flag. It's a misrepresentation of what we have in our in our school system, and no one can argue with that, that our history books are not uh, accounting of, of the history that built this country. And remember, it's not just about blacks, because when it first started out, we started out saying, that we want to make sure that black history was incorporated in the books. And I got calls from the Jewish community, the Native Americans, the Latinx community, women, gays. Everyone said, we are with you. The Italians, our history is not right. The way they talk about Mexicans being, um, the words that they use about Mexicans and and, uh, um, Puerto Ricans, we, we could do better, and no one can argue with me that we could do better yeah. than we're doing. Well, but yeah. they
0: are doing, I mean, CPS, just so you know, last year they did a whole section on John Burge in my son's history class. Did you- were you familiar with that? Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm just, yeah, it was yeah, a three-week.
1: Yeah. 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 We- because they had yeah. something called reparations or something for um, John Burge. But once again, we have to have an integrated education uh, we have to, our history has to be integrated from page one, all the way through uh, where we're at today. If you can't have pullouts about blacks, pullouts about the Jewish community, pullouts about the Latin community, pullouts about the Asians,
2: yeah, it has to be right.
1: incorporated.
2: So, so, so is so I'm I'm am I'm a little bit confused because on the one hand you're agreeing with me, but on the other hand it seems like this is all a a, a lot of complaining about. Uh, how blacks and Latinos and women and gays are being treated or not treated in history, um, and uh, and and again, I mean, I, I'll go through a list of the of of the top uh, eight or nine history books that are used in K through twelve school systems, public school systems around the country. These these are all left. Um, so the, this this is all the identitarian left that are writing the history books for the most part that kids uh, are being. Exposed to, yeah. I would argue, indoctrinated to. So so is your point to reduce the level of identitarian politics and race identity politics, or is it to increase it?
1: My point is to educate accurately, making sure that people understand the history, whether you like it or not. You, you know, whether you like the way white men were, whether you like the way black men were, whether you like the way people treated the Jewish community, but we need to know the truth. You know, we need to know the truth about uh, the founding fathers. We need to know the, the truth about how slaves contribute to the country. It, all we want is facts. History is not supposed to be uh, – uh, history is, is not fiction. You know, we have to make sure that we teach factual hmm. information to our children. Otherwise, we're miseducating. And many people think that this is just about – Teaching Black History. If you don't know Black people, the truth about Black people, then then that makes you uneducated. Yeah. Well, he, 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 I don't know the truth about White people. That makes me uneducated. I need to know the truth so that I can respect you. So that I know your struggles. I know your contributions. That gives you value in a country. And that's what we need to do.
2: But the problem is, I mean. You know who is going to make the determination on what constitutes the complete, uh, as objective as as possible accounting for history for a particular period of time. You're you're tasking the Illinois State Board of Education to do it.
1: You know these. No, absolutely not. Or who, 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 who are you? Who are you? Who are you
2: tasking to do it? Who are you tasking to do it? That,
1: that, that's right. So the the board has to commit commission a group of all people to come together to put together. a a, a better accounting. So here's the thing. The question that you ask is important because now we have to say who wrote the history books that we're reading now? And we know that they were written by a small group of white men.
2: Period. White white liberal men. Yeah.
1: White, White liberal men, you know. And I'm with you. I mean, Democrat, Republican, yesterday we had Democrats we had Republicans, we had, we had Asians, like Latinos, we had LGBTQ+, we had the Jewish community, rabbis there, saying that they want to be a part of writing a more accurate accounting of history for children to learn. I mean, no one would pay for something and expect to get something, and they're not really getting what they paid for. Everyone takes a, Everyone wants a refund. We're getting duped.
2: We do that every day and almost everything in Chicago and Illinois. But but okay. Well, I, you know. And so so then I mean the idea of of bringing together academics, scholars, uh, mm-hmm. you know, business people, etc. To put together sort of the definitive uh, history of America from I don't know seventeen seventy six to present or 1619 to present. <laughs> or, yeah. Or or whatever, whatever, whatever whatever date you pick. I mean, the founding seems to me particularly um, uh, salient. But but if you want to go back 150 years, that's fine. Um, We have
1: to, because that's how we would not have been able to break from Great Britain to say that we are strong enough to be independent because of the slave labor.
2: Well, that. okay. well, well, that's actually uh, a historical. But but uh, OK. Um, so so and and this is going to the the, uh, the people that are comp- going to comprise this commission are going to be selected by the State Board of Education. I mean, you still have the selection bias problem who they're going to select. I want to see one conservative on this on this panel. Oh, You've
1: got to be on it. you got to be on it. You get my word because you know what I uh, want. I don't want to do any work. Have, I just want to say conservative. On you, it. You, you, you cannot have an accurate accounting of history if you don't have conservative voices. I mean, I'm not afraid of the truth. Okay. And that's what we want. We want the truth. I mean, we want to be able to walk around knowing that we're not miseducated.
2: Okay. Well, I um, will uh, take you at your word.
1: I know you guys are going to, you have to go, but I really appreciate the fact that you guys really, really, it's okay to debate the issue. And you guys um, asked me to come on this morning. I really appreciate it because. We have to talk about this. All
2: right, well, and we, we always so
1: that we appreciate that right. you
0: come on yeah. too, because you're a dear friend, and you know sometimes we're just
2: gonna
0: uh, we're gonna disagree with each other. Uh, <laughs> That's no, certain
2: aspects. It's good, Lashawn. I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out, though. I mean, really, this the school systems in this state are terrible. Uh, anything that would improve them uh, and provide produce uh, students that are better able for the post secondary education or the workforce, I'm in favor of. Uh, so I'll take you at your word as a person of good faith but but I I'm really interested to see how this plays out.
1: Yeah, your colleague said one in four black kids in CPS attend a felony school. Blacks are f- forced to attend felony schools. I know. That Stephanie. me. <laughs> so well these, that's uh, that's, why, that's why
2: we agree. that's one of the areas we agree on uh, choice for uh, people regardless of their household income or address. Absolutely. He is State Representative representative LaShawn Ford, a Democrat from the West Side. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.
2: This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Each year, Freedom House measures freedom around the world using several criteria. Unfortunately, its recent report showed the 14th consecutive year in which freedom worldwide has declined. The world is full of more dictators, and citizens possess fewer political and civil rights. Ethnic and religious groups are under fire. Sixty-four nations lost ground on the freedom scale last year, with only 37 making gains. Surprisingly, the U.S. is not the bastion of freedom, you might think. Its score on the freedom scale has gone in the wrong direction, from 89 two years ago to 86 this year. Nearly 50 other nations score ahead of us. Outside interference by Russia challenged our free and fair elections, while religious and minority groups battled for rights. You can question the criteria, but whenever there's a test of freedom, we want the U.S. to score well. I'm David Davenport.
1: The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.